0: The Red Wings show signs of life as they lose to the Minnesota Wild, 6-5 at Little Caesars Arena. You're locked on Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings Podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Uh Scotty also hosts over at Locked On Tigers, and the lockout is finally over. He has stuff to talk about. Let me oh. tell you, man, tomorrow that today's
1: episode of Locked on Tigers is probably my favorite episode I've ever recorded, and it's uh it's an absolute doozy. I'm, you just I'm burned through dirty, all that adrenaline. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, right at working right after the Wings game, that was a roller coaster of emotions and a lot of got me amped up. And then <laughs> baseball back, I, I've been, I've been, I've been riding all day, baby.
0: Do you have? Do you still have some energy left to uh, spare for me? I'm talk about Bro, this doozy after, of a Red Wings game.
1: After what I saw happen to to Lucas, I got energy for days, baby.
0: So. First, I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. It's about like 480 subscribers now, We're quickly approaching on uh, 500. Let's uh, let's get there, guys. Let's do it. Also, um, feel free to drop us a review on either Spotify or Apple. You can rate us on either of those. That'd be awesome and appreciated. But uh, honestly, Scotty, you know we we tend to like to do these reviews in order of events or like what stood out most to us. But I feel like. Neither of us is going to be able to do an actual review of this game and talk about the events of this game until we talk about the thing that stood out the most. And that was that scrum at the end of the second period that resulted in Dumba on top of Lucas Raymond, a defenseless Lucas Raymond, while he's bleeding out of the back of his head and throwing punches at Lucas Raymond. And just how much of a low-life move that is by Dumba to do something like that to a 19-year-old kid who's defenseless and then go on to not accept any challenge for a fair fight throughout the rest of the game.
1: Yep. No, Rass tried to do it pretty quickly thereafter. Uh, this is a game that you wish Giovanni Smith was dressed yes. for, baby. You wish. Yo, like, uh, just imagine. Do you just... Cause you know he wouldn't have uh, he wouldn't have given a damn if he got a, a roughing. He whatever. He's, I'm Javante Smith, baby. I'm bought it. Uh, but no, it's it's it it's it's embarrassing for them. I I don't know I don't know how as a player for Dumba or as a, as a, as a team as an organization you're just like oh yeah we'll just shake that one off
0: embarrassing. They should be embarrassed. So that scrum began because of the fact that Nadelkovich got sucker punched in the face, just trying to cover the it's puck. Threw
1: a punch.
0: They just threw a punch. Oh, it, it, it all face. started
1: with uh It all started with a pat. What are we talking about? Yeah, you got. How about you got punched in the face? Well, and how about the, that started it?
0: The broadcast is a completely different topic, which I also want to top on uh, talk about because three three straight games of these ESPN broadcasts, and every single one is hammered home how. Ill prepared these ESPN broadcasts are, and just like not just any individual one person, and I won't say names because I'm above that, but the whole broadcast as a whole has just been. Well, it's underwhelming. also
1: not anyone individually; it's the yeah. whole product. There's just no need to say names because it's all bad. Yeah, all of it. And so the
0: the fight, or not the fight, but the scrum, so to speak. First of all, refs, let the goalies fight. Everyone wants to see the goalies let fight. fight. Let, let the, the goalies boys fight. But oh okay uh so Raymond was on top of Dumba and held him there for a good forty five seconds without throwing a single punch holding and pinning your guy during a scrum is kind of the go- to but most people do to actually avoid getting into a fight how about we look at everyone else on the yeah. ice that was Ooh. happening four different times so Dumba then Larkin flips was, had it- he just flips Raymond's helmet, hel- uh, flips Raymond over, rips his helmet off. Raymond's head smacks the ice. He's bleeding, and while that's happening, he's punching Raymond while he's on the ice, defenseless. And I, that just shows. And I, I understand that tensions ride high, but when tensions ride high, players still manage to show the littlest bit of respect. For a player's well-being, much like Lucas Raymond did, not 15 seconds before that happened, when he had Dumba pinned, didn't throw a single punch. Because guess what? Dumba was defenseless. The fact that Dumba could not mirror that respect and started punching a defenseless player on the ice who didn't have his helmet on and was bleeding out of the back of his head shows a lack of care and respect for the well-being of your fellow human, I don't give a crap about what anyone has to say about anything, about to defend that kind of action because it is absolutely unacceptable. And I want the DP, uh, the DOPS, to do something, but I know they won't.
1: Yeah, no, they they, they won't because that's uh, yeah, same stuff, different day there. But it's it like I said, it, it should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. Like, there is, there's no defending it. Oh, we didn't see the blood. First off, yes, he freaking did. He's on top of him. It's a a pool, and he's on top of him. So, yes, he did. Second off, doesn't matter. He's got him pinned to the ice on top of him, and he's throwing punches on someone who can't defend himself. It's all
0: irrelevant. There's no counter. Regardless it's just being an ass. Regardless of whether or not he could see the blood, that's that's beside the point. If you have a player pinned on the ice and they're defenseless, you don't throw punches. That's hockey one oh one. Because if fighting's gonna be a part of this game and it's gonna maintain or remain as a part of this game for the foreseeable future, there's a code of conduct that goes along with that kind of physicality. And attacking defenseless players when they're on the ice is one of those things you cannot do because it can lead to long-term injury. You punch a defenseless player on the ice, you're going to be bashing their head against the ice. He was already bleeding. So regardless of whether or not he was bleeding or not, you don't do that under any circumstance. I don't care what the tension, how high the tensions are. There have been many moments in the past where tensions are high and you don't do that.
1: Yeah. How how about the fact that with a lot of players now, you, you see somebody win a fight, they hold the jersey, make sure his head doesn't hit off the ice. Mm-hmm. There's, there's plenty of precautions that plenty of players in the history of this beautiful game have done to not have that kind of situation happen. I mean, we see all the time when people fight, they, you know, it's, oh, nice job afterwards. or are oh, a little stick tap. Like, it's, 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 it's preposterous what 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 went down it's it's inexcusable well and, and then... it's a 19 year old kid that's bleeding out of the back of his head and you you're in that situation and and your thought is oh yeah i'm just going to wail on it grow up grow up
0: yeah no it's just and the fact that afterwards in the third period he kept declining every challenge, like, dude, nut up. Get, like just own up to this. Remember in the playoffs, was it this last playoffs where John Tavares got kneed in the head and it was a complete accident? And just but just to clear the air, because he knew it was an accident and he didn't mean I think it was Corey Perry that did it, if I if I'm recalling correctly, to John Tavares, just in just by passing by. He got, they, they needed to do a fight after. I thought it was stupid to, get, have to even have to do that knowing it was an accident, but I understand the sentiment that you had to clear the air. Corey Perez did not decline the fight because he knew that it was just like, we got to do this to move on. You get, you accept that fight, you move on. But Dumbo was, I've, I've vented. Yeah, I feel better, Scotty.
1: You said his name right. Dumbo. No longer Dumba. He's a Dumbo. <sighs>
0: I just needed to get that frustration out because, well, I mean, we obviously. we can't
1: talk about anything else without, uh, yeah, it would without just addressing The elephant in the room the entire time. So, yeah, yeah. Like, we
0: can't put that off to the third segment and finally talk about it. Like, it, it, it was just. It's a joke. When you have one it's of the joke. most lauded rookies in the, in the league right now, one of the most exciting rookies to watch. Getting wailed on by a thirty something year—I don't even know how old Dumba is, to be honest. Who cares? But he's a veteran in this league, a guy who's much stronger than him, and you're wailing on him. But then the decline fights from other people your own size later in the game. Like I just—it's Rasmussen, it's just Rasmussen, Rasmussen wanted it. Rasmussen wanted all the smoke. He
1: to fight him too. wanted all the smoke, and he went non-skated nah, nah, away. Screw <sighs> off, man. What a anyways.
0: Joke. We will talk about the real game uh, at, after this, but first I got to talk to you guys about Built Bar. It's that time of year; you guys are all giving up on your New Year's resolutions. I know you guys are. We all do it. We've all done it. I have done not it. Not me. Mine's eating healthy, and I'm not.
1: Oh, because Scott Bar. is
0: eating Built Bars, like you, any all of you should be if you're not already. It's literally
1: not a resolution because they're not fantastic, a resolution. So,
0: because Built Bars taste so good that you'll actually enjoy eating them. It won't seem like a burden. That's because they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and that includes those puffs that I've been telling you so much about. They're low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They're better. typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com and scroll to their macros chart. You'll be blown away. High-protein, low-cal, high-fiber, low-carb. Most Built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which normally has Around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Bilt.com, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they just manage to pull it off every single time. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com.com. All right, Scotty, let's uh, get into the the real, the real meat of this. Recap talking about this 6 5 loss to the Minnesota Wild at Little Caesars Arena in a shootout last night. First of all, shootouts are stupid. I'm so dumb with shootouts.
1: Shootouts are dumb. They are stupid. It was such a bad way and shouldn't exist. How do you watch that game start to finish and you go, you know what this needs? This needs to end in a shootout.
0: (laughs) Like, come on, man just a frustrating way to end such what was other besides what we had just talked about in the first segment. Otherwise it was a really great game. Like, and I I think the first and foremost thing that sticks out in my head about how, what this game was and how good this game was for the Red Wings after the stretch that they had was the resiliency. And I said it in my, my short one minute recap that we post on our social media pages that this team had a resilient resiliency and fight that they haven't been showing in previous matches against tough. Well, well, Not even just tough teams, any team. I mean, we saw how they looked against the Coyotes. There was no fight. They got down early in this game. First shot of the game goes in. Something we've been hearing nothing about in the last seven games because for some reason the Red Wings let goals in as soon as a shot is taken in the game, and it makes no sense. What do they do? Jacob Vrana immediately ties it up on an assist from Joe Valeno. Okay, like all right, so it's not all doom and gloom yet. We've seen that before. You let a goal in, they tie it up, and then it falls apart. Robbie Fabry scored right after the Coyotes did uh, against the uh, against the Coyotes the other night. Then Alex Nadelkovich swatted it in his own net. I was like, okay, now it's gonna fall apart. Now we're that was gonna tough, fall apart. Man, that was tough that was to really watch, tough. and that's not one we're gonna live down anytime soon. No, um, as his struggles continue in this one as well, but then. Lucas Raymond on an s- amazing play by Nick Letty. Ties oh, it up.
1: Spin cycle.
0: Spin cycle. Spin
1: cycle, baby. Spin cycle. That was nasty.
0: So that was the, that's really the, my biggest takeaway from this game, Scotty, is that the fight that hasn't been there in previous games against all these teams that Red Wings have faced was there in this one. They, they w- clearly wanted to break this skid and prove like that game against the Coyotes was an outlier and that this tough stretch is an outlier, and that's not what they are this season. And this yeah, game, even though they lost, I think they proved it. For sure. And a lot of people were talking about
1: I mean, last episode we talked about Blashel. Oh, it's your job to hype the guys up for no matter your opponent. Well, they came in ripping and roaring today. Uh what no, no matter what your opinion of Blaschel is, there's without a doubt, there was a there was a, a kick in every single player's pants today, man. That was that that, that like you said, that showed fight. Um the man, the the Letty I mean it you know it's a good setup when there's literally no goalie in the net for your shot there it was a <laughs> wide open net dog like Raven just had a one-timer there is no one in that it was just an empty netter it literally was an empty netter it was crazy
0: it was really really nice and Nick Letty had probably his best game as a Red Wing so far this season and uh he must really want to go to a contender because he had an out-of-his-mind game, you know, what, 10 days before the trade deadline. He had that, uh, obviously, spin cycle assist on Lucas Raymond's goal, and then he had another assist later in the game as well. He looked like he was in complete control of the game out there tonight, and, you know, that's something we've been wanting to see out of Nick Letty all season long, and, you know, it's really nice to see that out of him playing on a defensive pair with Moritz Sider today as well.
1: Yeah, no and and I mean Cider was throwing was throwing heat. So, Mo was Mo was knocking people down left and right. I mean, as he's been doing all season, but no Moa uh, this is the kind of game that when it gets really chippy and really physical like that, you go we have Lucas or we we have Mered Cider. Like that's yeah. just such a refreshing feeling. I mean like, oh Things get a little
0: ahead, things get a little chippy. Well, we got we got Mo on the blue. So, like, I, I think we're gonna be all right. <laughs> well, and Morris Sider um also just is was doing what we've come to expect from Moritz Sider, where he it was just running people over. And then somebody would come to hit him and he'd run them over. Remember at the beginning of the season? I don't wanna get I don't wanna get, go off the rails too much, remember at the beginning of the season when we were talking about Moritz Sider and how we weren't seeing that physical part of the game we saw so much of in Sweden. He was more like a stay-at-home defensive defenseman. And he was doing really good. And now how like, that's kind of shifted, where he's taken on a much more offensive defenseman role, and he's just laying guys out. Like, it's just, he's been good the entire season, but it's just like that dynamic's kind of shifted. He's still very good, but in like a, a slightly different way as he gets more comfortable taking a more active role on defense instead of just uh, shutting everything down type play.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think as he continues to grow, man, it's like we are not too far off from just the perfect mix of all of the both of those styles and all of those different ways you can play D, man, at the NHL level all mixing into one
0: person. He is going to be OP. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then Lucas Raymond nothing to sneeze at either. He had two goals in this game. Both from uh, Letty. Both, both great from passes Letty. from both Letty. Great passes. The
1: one yeah. we already talked about, but not to go under the radar. The second setup was with beauty too.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, and you of course had Jacob Vrana now having was it? I think I've said it wrong like two times now on social media. Thirteen medias. points
1: in twelve games.
0: I so he had eleven he had eleven points in eleven games, not ten points in ten games. He had eleven points in eleven games with the Red Wings last season. <laughs> and so he had three points in two games. So he's at 14 points in the 13 games. I love who, you, bro. With the Detroit Red Wings, that's what happens when I I tweet faster without t- checking my stats, and I'm just like, I'm so excited. Did you see? Did you see me reply to it? Yes, you did. I did. I just replied dot 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 after you <laughs> said correction. I was like, I give this to. I let this dude be in charge of Twitter one night, and look what happens. Can't even get stats right. But like, and I tried to take a shot at you before the game started. Like. So, like, this Twitter thing, I just got tweeting tweet in all caps or whatever. And, like, as soon as the game started and, like, things started popping off, I'm going all caps. And, I, like, if, later on, I, like, tweeted at you. I'm like, I apologize to Scotty Bell. Like, I understand now it's unavoidable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, it is, especially. I mean, especially in, in the kind of game that we saw tonight, for sure.
0: Like, I was teasing you, and then, like, halfway through, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm doing it, too. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so um, hard. Especially if the Dumbo fired me up, even on my personal account. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, What's going on? Like, it was, like I strange.
1: almost I almost tweeted uh, on the Red Wings account after the game. I always tweeted, I, I let Brian be in charge for one night and we're dropping F-bombs on this account. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I,
0: I never dropped the F-bomb on the, the Red Wings account. Only on you my personal You retweeted it on the Red oh, Wings I account. I did. Though. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that did happen. Um, but yes, Jacob Verana has been everything we had hoped for in these first two games. Um, he played on the third line tonight with Joe Valeno and Sam Gagne. And I think that's something we got to talk about too. And that's once right. we get, we were running up on another ad here, but once we get to the third segment, you know, it's time to pull up that hockey stat card and that heat map that has become kind of iconic to our, our podcast to just like really showcase how good he has been, but man, it's good to have Rana back. He is, he's it a is. Sni- He is a sniper, man.
1: He, he's a score. He's a scorer, baby, and it's it's so nice. Again, I mean, we've said it a billion times. Uh, we don't need to go in depth on it or anything, but it just it, it it's so nice. Not only the fact that he can score, but the depth that just his presence provides on the team is yeah. is irreplaceable, unreplace well, non.
0: It's not irreplaceable. Bingo. I'm right. program. Um, there are. Is there, I just. You know what? I'll save it. Just like you'll be saving tons of money when you go to betonline.net. It's that time of year again as the college basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Betonline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online. Bet online. Where the game starts. Uh, yeah, so Vrana equals very good. Um, that is my analysis.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's good <laughs> analysis. Hell no, yeah. but
0: for real. And I'll pull up the hockey stack card now uh, just so it, it, ba- it backs up everything that I've been seeing. And it backs up some, some, something I've been seeing about, something we've been seeing about a certain player a lot lately. Um you can see here your top three players on hockey stat card who had nothing but a positive impact on this game, offensively, individually, and defensively, were number one, Joe Valeno, number two, Jacob Vrana, and number three, Sam Gagne. That was line number three the for you tonight. The entire
1: third line was all positive impact in every single facet of the hockey game.
0: Absolutely. And they only play only managed to play seven minutes and 58 seconds together because eventually um, Robbie Fabry got hurt and had to leave the game and could not return. But those three players had an absolute phenomenal game today and or last night at this time, by the time you're listening to this. And it's nice to see, especially with Joe Valeno, somebody we've been talking about as like you can tell he's been gaining confidence lately. You know, we were bagging on him, and, and I wouldn't say bag. We were fair, I think, about he was underperforming our expectations. We're always fair. We he, right before we sent him down to the Grand Rapids, Griffins, before the All-Star break, he started playing better. He goes to Grand Rapids, goes on a tear. Ever since he's come back from Grand Rapids, he's taken his game to the next level. And it's nice to see in games like a very good Minnesota team on a third line, to see that reflected. Everything he was doing on and off the puck was working. There were two times where the puck got on a stick, and his stick turned Swiss cheese, and he whiffed on the puck. But even outside of that, he still had an incredibly uh, positive impact. And I, I'm sure that playing with Jacob Verona helps. Yeah, I'm sure it does. But it, it's,
1: like you said, it, it's just nice to see that confidence that we were waiting to, for him to find is finally here. And it's it's one thing if he was to have this good of a game against, honestly, I can't even say that after the what happened in, in against the Coyotes the other night. Would have been nice to see this against anybody, but it makes it even nicer that it's against a very good wild team.
0: Well, also, as well as, uh, you know, obviously you can see Nick Letty on here had a positive offensive and individual impact and a heavy, uh, heavily outweighs the negative defensive impact he's had because he's an offensive defenseman. Um, Phil Zadina is fifth on this list, and he had nothing but a positive impact offensively, offensively, and miscellaneous. So he How about had a, that pass. A, that's exactly what I was going Zadina to pass. And that Whoa, probably carries a lot of the gross. weight, but, and I think that was the, was that the goal that Nadelkovich got an assist on? I don't think it was. No, that was not it. No, but the fact that, um, Phillips, carried that puck into the zone and showcased excellent patience to go around the net and wait for somebody to open up. And Australia got available. What, first of all, what an amazing shot that was by Australia. I didn't know he could shoot the puck like that, but, it's what nice a, to what see Philip Zadina with the patience. A snipe.
1: What a snipe. That thing was a rocket, baby. Oh, that yeah. was a slapper. Dearborn oh, native. Man. Let's go. He's played in
0: uh, in USA ice arena before <sighs> once or twice, maybe once or twice. <laughs> so, I mean, overall there was a lot of positive. I think the defense played a lot more of a cohesive game than they have in recent weeks. I mean, it's that speaking of heat maps, let's that's reflected in the heat map as well. Um, where you see well, the also we, i mean come we right just
1: from. had uh, what Letty played the best game of his red wings career yeah and that helps like and comfortably really right helps. and but- then cider is cider uh and and i mean i mean there, there, we got some good performances all across the board and and like you said i mean we have the heat map up here now if you're watching on the tube um but the the, the defense we still have those those Big dark blue circles right in front of the net there, but it's a lot more. Um, what am what's what I'm trying to find? A lot more. What pinpointed? Yeah, like it's still something you have to work on. It's still something that ideally you'd like to eliminate, but you know.
0: Something. No, you you're right, and uh, that's something I was going to bring up. Is that this is this is a little bit of evidence that, of course, the defense was still not great but the defense was better in this game, comparatively speaking. And you can see that reflected in the heat map. Normally, that dark blue or red bubble is all around the net. And this time, it's separated into two, two circles on either side of the net. which means the defense was doing a good job, but you can see it when you watch the game, at pushing the scoring opportunities to the outsides of the net. Still down low in dangerous spots, but not dead set in front of Nadelovic right. where they're going to have literally no right shooting net. So right. now they're off to the side, which cuts down on the shooting angles, and you can see you know only two of their goals in this game actually came from inside the slot, and that's still too too many, but it's an improvement over what we have been seeing the last few games. Right.
1: We're comparing apples to, to apples, as Brian would say. I yes, mean' we're comparing, thank you, Scotty for that we're compar- <laughs> We're comparing <laughs> a one game to the to the sample size of, of a really rough defensive season for this team and and it is a, a an improvement to some extent, and like we already talked about. Sider had a good game. Nick Letty had had the best game of his Red Wings career. There's something to be said for all that. Letty, maybe too little, too late to get like a decent return at the deadline. Maybe not. I don't know. That's a There's different thing. There's a dumb GM out there who's gonna day, see
0: this game and go, hmm, first round pick. Let's go. Is that GM the GM of the Edmonton
1: Oilers? <laughs> I'm not saying any names. I'm <laughs> not saying any I, I didn't say a
0: Did I you say, say a name? name? I'm, I didn't I was, say a name. I didn't say a name. All oh. right, we didn't say a name. All right, cool, cool, name. cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it was... The, the Red Wings lost, and there were some frustrations to be had in this game, but the fight was there, and I love that. Yvrana and Raymond's scoring is always good to see. It's nice to see great individual performances out of players. I mean, the only last... The, the, There's, like, two little things I want to talk about, too, uh, remaining on my, my, my literal note card of, like, bullet points. Um, and that is Nedeljkovic. I don't know whether to classify this as a good or bad game for him. I mean, on one hand, he made 36 saves. On the other hand, he let in five goals. So he, he made let, a lot of saves.
1: He scored on himself.
0: He did. He literally scored on himself, and that was embarrassing. But he rebounded nicely. He also had an apple in this game. So hey, yo. we compare those here. I, I wouldn't say it was a good game, but I think it was definitely a better game. From him, And uh, sure. let's hope I mean, that continues a trend.
1: I guess it's a step in the right direction from, from Arizona, yeah. I guess. Sure. Sure. Step forward. Hard to be but, worse. But and unfortunately, forth.
0: and I don't want to be that guy, but Nadelkovich doesn't score on himself. They win this hockey game. But also, in the same vein, you could say that with literally anything that happens yeah, in the you, hockey game. If one thing goes different, you win. For so, sure.
1: But when you score what on happened? yourself. It, it eh.
0: kind of stands out. Right, um, you can't be doing that
1: it's 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 a big <laughs> blunder, and it'll be on Twitter for the rest of time but uh there there was a lot to like from Ned in this game for as much as there was a lot to not like, there was also a lot to like, so I think this is one where you just have a you, you know you have a selective memory if you're not I have a
0: very selective memory
1: you, <laughs> trust me, I know <laughs> you have a you have a selective memory with with the performance you you try to focus on all the you know all the highlights, all the things you did well, all the good saves you made, the good situations you, uh, you, you responded to, and you try and shake off as, as best you can the, the, the infamous one plus the other four.
0: The infamous one plus the other four. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on isn't related to the game itself, but more to the broadcast. Um, who did we piss off to get three straight ESPN broadcasts? I need Ken and Mick back, man.
1: Hey, man are are we ever gonna win a game that's not on Bally Oh, that's right. We did talk about that last night, didn't we? I'm still reasonably sure that that's true. We're like 0 and nine or something now on ESPN and TNT games. Yeah.
0: Um, what are we doing? I this specifically. So. I, I hate people who I don't. Sorry, that's a strong word. Hate. I don't hate people. <laughs> um, I yeah, strongly fine. dislike when people say things like this broadcast is only talking about the other team. Because I feel like anytime you watch a nationally televised broadcast, both sides are saying that. Sure. But watching this game, I felt that that was pretty dang true. I would be watching the game. And the Red Wings would do something really nice. And they'd highlight something the Minnesota Wild did just before that. I'm like, can you? And then when the scrum happened, and this is where I got really heated. And it was like, do you guys even pay attention to this ESPN pro- ESPN broadcast? They blame Nadelkovic for starting that scrum. It's like, this scrum start, like When they're talking about who the penalties got divvied out to, they're like, oh, Nadelkovic got that roughing because he started the whole scrum when he punched so-and-so with his blocker. I'm like, are we watching the same freaking game here? This only happened because Ndalkovich got randomly punched in the freaking face trying to cover the puck. The scrum was starting to break out yep. in front of him, and he was like literally sitting there trying to cover the puck, and a, a str- he caught a stray. A punch came in, and he got hit in the face. The same thing Marshawn got suspended six games for. That happened to Ndalkovich, and if, so of course he's going to get pissed off and get into the scrum. And so you're blaming Ndalkovich, and then five seconds later, so they established Ndalkovich had a penalty. Then five seconds later, another color commentator goes in and be like, I think Nadelkovic has a penalty here. Like, yeah, they just said that. And then five seconds after that, the play is going on. So Raymond's <laughs> in the box because he's part, part of the scrum. And he goes, well, I don't see Raymond on the ice with this power play. He must be hurt. No, dip dipstick. They literally <laughs> just established a minute before that, that Raymond was in the box because of the scrum. Where were you? He said dipstick. I wanted to say something else no dipstick and like that's what i'm talking about with these broadcasts is that just it, it feels like there's a lack of attentiveness to the things that are actually going on the on on the ice like they didn't even know Austerle's name when he scored and somebody i can't remember who it was on twitter i think it was red wings ran another red wings podcast because all of us red wings podcasts were, were, were kind of tight together um they tweeted about how like Ostrale scores and they couldn't, they didn't even, it was just silence because they didn't know to say his name. I was like, it kind of was a good thing because they didn't ruin the call. But they, was, they were right. Like, Ostrale scored. They're like, let me score. And then it's just 10 seconds, 20 seconds of silence, and they never said Ostrale's name. Yeah, well, they didn't. They, they yeah. had no idea who he was. They still don't know
1: who Australia <laughs> is.
0: What is a Dearborn? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Mason Raymond's my favorite
0: player. Like, yeah, it's not good. So, I mean, I'm just venting, and I, I understand that these people are people who are I, I'm sure are doing their best, but the product ESPN, this is on ESPN to put a better product out, in my opinion. And this, this product is not, this ESPN Plus product has not been good thus far. Not saying uh, it can't get better, I mean, but yeah, thus far no, it it's ha- not been good.
1: No, it hasn't, and it's, uh, um, I love the TNT. TNT's uh, been game. great. They've been fantastic, you know, bringing Gretzky on, having like them mess around with Barkley and stuff like that's fun. Uh, the ESPN Plus crews have been have been pretty rough so far.
0: Yes, but there's always room no for improvement, and uh, I won't end this on a cynical note. I'm going to say that things can always go up from here. That's me Are trying we to dabbing? be positive. Uh, no, I was just... Brian the ends bar- the show on a dab. This is the uh. bar graph going up. <laughs> oh. All right, Scotty, any final Brian. thoughts? Um, baseball's back. That's
1: good. I hear that's good. Um, Dumbo. <laughs> and uh, we ball.
0: And we ball. Thanks for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Scotty and I will be back on Monday with a new episode. Same time, same place. to your team every day. Every day.